it's cathartic where you're like, yeah, I kind of went through the fire and then you come out the other end of it. And also that's what an off season is for. So it's not like this is a 24 seven forever type of thing. Now the maintenance, you know, the maintenance part consistently do that. Right. And that to me is what I'm saying to those in our industry, all your just maintenance. If you can take three days out of a week to do some very basic body maintenance, you're already better off than you were. Okay. And I take it seriously. There's no one that I know in my life in the events industry that does what we do, that puts the time and the effort into becoming a professional in this industry who doesn't take it personally, who doesn't go 100%. Okay. So I try to do that in every aspect of my life. And your health is, it's got to be one. You know, it's got to yeah. be one. Three days a week, just three days a week. That's just not three days. too much of an investment to make into your own fitness, wellness, and mental health, because I think they yeah. all go hand in hand. Once you invest into one of them, the byproduct of it will show into the other areas of your life. Welcome to Events Demystified Podcast, where we explore and demystify the world of in-person, virtual, hybrid event AV production and technology by sharing insightful tips, tricks, and tactics to make your events a success. This podcast is brought to you by TreeFan Events, a woman-owned boutique event production agency. And your host is Anka Trafan, a technical event planner and producer with almost two decades of hands-on technical experience in event production. Welcome to another episode and a brand new season of Events Demystify Podcast, your one-shop stop for tangible, technical, and planning advice for anyone in the events industry. Today's episode, like every other episode, is sponsored by Trifun Events, a woman-owned boutique production agency that provides the strategy, technology, and gear to host a successful virtual hybrid event. And I am your host, Anka Trifun. Here we are at the start of a brand new year, which calls for some good wishing to be had. So here we go. Happy and healthy and prosperous new year to you all that have tuned in and listening later to this podcast. I'm super grateful for all of you. I'm also excited for what this new year might bring and the opportunity to do things different or start all over again. Who knows? As we're embarking not just onto a brand new year, but also on a brand new season, as I alluded earlier, I'd like to share with you just a few thoughts about why I think this particular focus is needed for season six as we zone in on a much needed to talk about topic, especially after a year that felt more like a roller coaster ride. And personally, that's what it felt to me more than all the other years prior. I've shared a few things in my last episode of 2022 about what an effect this past year has had on not just my mental health, but my physical health, my wellness, even though I've never been more fit in my life. Hello and good cheer. Maybe something that has transpired out of all of that, at least for me, is the fact that the reason why I decided that I needed to push into that more and place fitness, you know, at the top of my priorities last year was because I I had such a need for figuring out how 
now to get myself ready for an onslaught of events that all started happening all around us and especially in person and all the traveling that came with that. I feel like even then I kind of knew like beginning of the year and this was like last year in retrospect, I knew that fitness, you know, was going to be something that's going to keep me healthy and also save me thousands of dollars in therapy money, which is great, right? My product of that. But something that I've also, you know, had to learn how to be disciplined and stick with it and not mentioning the fact that pulling this fit of a bodybuilding, natural bodybuilding competition for the first time in my life in the middle of a busy season was something else. And we'll touch a little bit more on that with my future guest today. But to tie it all together, season six will include all the things event related. And we're talking about event planning, strategy, production, marketing, networking, all the things, right? But the main focus will be on wellness and mental health and fitness. And I think now beginning of the year, is always a good time to really, you know, make a commitment to invest more in ourselves and our wellness and our mental health. And as event professionals, that should always be, you know, something that we put high priority on our list. But we are also very busy people. And I know how that can tend to just fall off the list very easily. So with that in mind, I feel like if you're committed and as, you know, as I want to be committed to this journey, this wholesome version of you, then stick around, join us for the conversations that are to be had and let's be better versions of ourselves this year. And so today I am going to kick off season six. I don't know what to call it. I was just debating with a few different titles. The best I could come up with was New Year new wholesome you because I feel like new year new use already been used and abused a few times so let's go with that and I have brought on my good friend Jason whom you've actually met before on episode 73 we have talked about all things productions and video engineering and LED engineers I mean if you want to catch up with that you surely should because that's packed with a lot of good information but Jason he's a true career multitasker okay I I didn't even know that level of multitasking is possible for a man, just saying, until I met him. And currently he's, you know, running two businesses and forging a new career. I mean, he's the one event professional that I can relate the most. And as we've both been through some similar journeys in events and in fitness, although I can't even get close to his number of competitions that he's been involved in, in the history that he has on that front, what I wanted to bring him in on today is to just, you know, dive deeper into the journey that he's taken, not just as an event professional, a business owner and a health nut, but also like having this light shone onto being event professionals, being, you know, in production, doing events, doing all the things, running businesses, changing careers, while also staying committed to wellness, staying committed to our fitness level. So if you're up for this conversation, not sure in what direction it might go, all I'm saying is hang tight, strap in and enjoy the ride. And for that, let me just do a bit of introduction, proper introduction of Jason, because he certainly deserves that. He's the owner and operator of Vid Life Events, also Las Vegas reality specialist, owner and operator of Fit Me For Me online personal training. Jason is also a senior video and LED engineer and projection specialist. He's originally from Chicago, moved to Las Vegas 
many years ago. And uh, I guess I'm not supposed to be using decades in the conversation. So I'm going to stay away from any of those words. But it's maybe two decades since he's been living in Las Vegas. He began working in the video production industry and held a senior video engineer role for Freeman, which is Vegas's leading production company. He also developed his own online streaming business, VidLife Events, live streaming video production company that specializes in real estate pre-recorded and live showings by using today's latest technology to improve customer care, marketing, and transitions for all his clients. His latest endeavor, Fit Me For Me, his online personal training business, stems from his love for all things fitness. He's been training for over three decades, and over the years, he competed in many various physical activities from wrestling to jiu-jitsu to Muay Thai kickboxing and bodybuilding as of late in a physique bodybuilding competition. Jason doesn't do anything half measure, and you're going to learn more about that during our conversation. And while many would like to attribute his physique to good luck and good genes, he's here to break your sweet little heart and let you know that actually it's it's all really, really hard work, discipline, and commitment. So if you're not ready for that, and if you want the easy way out, maybe this conversation is not for you. But if you want to learn more about what does it take and maybe, you know, get yourself on the right path in 2023, then stay with us and listen to what we've got in store for you. You can learn more about Jason by following the links in the episode notes. And in the meantime, let's welcome our guest team. Well, hello there and Happy New Year, Jason. Happy New Year to you. How are you? I'm doing great. I promised that I would not mention decades and years in my introduction. I'm sorry to have failed that. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you're starting the year, huh? Okay. Well, that's nice. <laughs> Well, let me ask you something Uh really fun because I feel like it's beginning of the year and you have to be honest with me, okay? Because you agreed to join me on the air right off as we start this new year. And you have to be honest again, how fit do you feel that you are right after the binging that was had over the holidays? So in my defense, we'll start there. My defense, I competed on the 6th of November and I lost 18 pounds in under five weeks. So I've been working diligently to put those pounds back on. Um, Oh, yeah. I feel so sorry for you. I know it's been, it's been a (laughs) rough road. It's been so rough. (laughs) If I'm being honest, I feel pretty good right now. Um, I'm still training the right way. And you know, the new year doesn't necessarily mean you know, you need to fix all the ills of the last. So I kind of rolled right into this one the way I roll into every year. I think that's the best way to go for me. For you, because I feel like a lot of people are having probably a little bit of guilt stripping of all the yeah. things that have indulged into, including myself. Uh, and uh, um, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, you. not everybody okay. can be so perfect. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that being said, I'm looking at this year with the desire to make a different and Maybe there's people that might be just like you, like, no, I don't need to change anything about myself because I've been doing fantastic. However, I'm not saying that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying that. There's a lot of things food related as well, but I understand where you're coming from. This is the perfect time. 
Right. It is. Well, it's, I feel like the perfect time to also have this conversation, why it's important for us to focus on fitness and wellness and nutrition and all the things, especially because beginning of the year, most people try to do this resolution, which I've always like kind of laugh at as a word, you know, like a new year resolution. I think it's more of an ambition or maybe good intention, you know, because by the end of January, most people just like one by one drop. Like even if you go, you know, you've always gone into your gym and you know who's there and who shows up day after day and beginning of the year there's influx of new people like this never disappoints and then by the end of january you're like oh yeah we're back to our usual crowd (laughs) (laughs) i think you're being generous it's normally like about halfway through most people end up getting gym memberships and things like that for the holidays so yeah as soon as it's uh, about mid-january everyone's like yeah but real life right (laughs) so Let's go ahead and get some of that real life going. And unfortunately, a lot of times that doesn't lend to the fitness world. You know, fitness is 24-7 a lot of times. So yeah, I'm with you on that though. I get it. So last time when we were on the air for episode 73, we talked a lot about production and your production background and your upbringing in the industry and touch on many things related to diversity, inclusion, and equity, which is still a very relevant topic to be had. And while you're still very actively pursuing your production career along with a few other things as you're moving a little away from that, and especially with the new fitness coaching business that you started, I'm on Honestly, just in of all the things that you managed to do <laughs> all <you>. at once. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so- you too. So you do. Okay, good, good. That means I'm not the only one. So today, I guess in light of this new season's focus, I'd like for you to give our audience a short journey into your passion for wellness and fitness and what is, or maybe what was one of the first things that sparked your interest into working out, getting and staying in shape over the years. We're not going to mention decades. We're just going to say over the years. You almost said it. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. No, you almost said the D word. We're going to stay away from the D word then. Just saying. So what sparked my interest, a few things. One was because of when I grew up, right? So growing up in that, the 80s era, it was kind of societally speaking, it was pushed on young men and just men in general, that being a man means you had to look a certain way. You had to be this strong, strapping guy who could punch holes through walls and flip cars (laughs) over. And I haven't done any of those things yet, but uh, that was a big part I think I've seen you done a few things uh, just edit that part out then, right? We'll just act like that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry at the time. So, but that was, that was a big part of it, right? And we are influenced by the things we see and we hear. So I wanted to kind of be that, which you see. Now, realistically, there weren't a lot of people that looked like me that were promoted that way. So I was growing up seeing things that were foreign to me in a way, but I'd wanted to aspire to be that, right? And then the introduction of like wrestling and you're watching all these bigger than life, you know, action figures essentially do these things that were like fantastical to me. So I'm like, yeah, I want to do that also, you know, and they promote it, even though realistically now as an adult and being in the industry, they promote it, clean eating and vitamins and all those things. And in my head, that was it, right? Like that's how you do it. Like that's the secret. So that was kind of the the start of it. And anyone who grew up in that era, I mean, you couldn't get away from it. Cartoons, everyone looked like that, you know, movies, everyone looked like that. So that was a big part of it. Now on the personal 
personal side growing up, how and where I did, I honestly didn't see a lot of older men. Like what I consider to be an older man, I realize now they were only in their 20s. So for me, I'm like, you know, how do you, like longevity, that's a big part of fitness. So in my head, it's like, well, if I were to do what is being promoted to me, then I'll be around longer. Again, once I got older, I'm like, okay, I understand why I didn't see these older men. And I understand what went into those larger than life uh, action figures. There's a lot less vitamins. There's a lot more injections, you know, going on, but that still didn't deter me. I always wanted to do something that seemed like it was impossible. So seeing it starting out very young, I started working out when I was 13. I started martial arts at 13, started working out when I was 13. And, you know, some of the key principles of martial arts is healthy living. So it just kind of all worked itself out you know it melds together very well that's uh, very interesting especially you know in your own upbringing the influences that you've had in how you know as a person of color that is important because that's what shaped your worldview right and that's what shaped who you turn out to be which is you know in the end investing in your health and your wellness is always going to serve you well long term versus right. investing in other things and we're not going to go into those details i know that for my myself like that is important like longevity and being able to be around for a long period of time but not just be around but at the quality of life that I have when I'm around later right. in life it's very Absolutely. important because you could be around and you're like 90 but you're like stuck to a bed for two decades and then what's the purpose of that right. what's the beauty in it so it's important to be able to be around for long but also like be able to run with my kids when they're you know kids when they were young but also when they become adults and they have their own kids and I still feel young enough to be able to have the same energy level and to take it professionally as you mentioned you know taking to the event world it's important to have stamina to keep on going on days when yes. it just feels like they just run into each other and yes. my own motivation to stay fit aside from looking great obviously <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, again, you know, that feeling of feeling strong, of having right. enough stamina for those super, super long hours and days and many times just being able to keep up with the younger people. Right. I mean, we're super young still, mm -hmm. but yet, yes, if absolutely. you think about it, we've been in the industry for a little while and yes. there's always new blood coming in and right. you got to keep up. Like you have to right. keep up. Otherwise, it's like you put yourself, you know, kind of like out of commission. And I never want to be that person. But for me, fitness also, I feel like it's been such a huge outlet after or before a stressful day at work or maybe challenging day on an event site. And I mean, come on, when you deal with technology and AV that is evolving at a lighting speed, there's always going to be some challenges and that can take its toll, not just on your body, but also your mind. And I have stories to tell from that, maybe in a different episode, leave them for another conversation. But having a bit of a discipline and just getting a workout in has saved my bacon many times just yes. by the level yes. of energy that I can bring, but also mental clarity that comes with that. So coming back to you, I have a question that I would like to address to you. And that is, why do you feel like it's important for you to make wellness and fitness to be such a priority? And why would it be important to anyone out there that is listening, event professionals, meeting professional, anyone in the event spaces that's our audience, why would that be something that they care about? 
Well, I think in the industry specifically, one point that you touched on, absolutely the hours can be maddening. You know, I, I've done a few 18 hour days back to back to back to back to back where you just go up to your room and you shower, you lay down for two hours and then you get up and then you're gone, right? There's no way in my mind, there's no way that I could realistically pull that off if I was not in shape enough to pull it off. You know, I think kind of the misconception is you want to be in shape for the look. Something that I always, always promote to everyone is that the look is the side effect of hard work. That'll come. Let that come on its own. But the entire focus is the wellness aspect. There is, I feel like, Kind of in the 80s, 90s era, there was a big focus on physically fit and none of the mental aspect of it. But mm. those two things go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Okay. They 100% go hand in hand. There have been those days where even recently where I've done, you know, 15, 16 hour a day and my mind is just gone. You know, like if I didn't get an Uber to get back to the hotel, <laughs> I don't know how I would have made it back to the hotel, you know, and I get there and as exhausted as I am, I'm like, I'm going to go and work out for like, you know, an hour. In my head, it's an hour. You know, it might be 45 minutes. It might end up a little longer than that. But afterwards, I feel better. Just thinking in the last two years that we've had, everyone has had, if your health has not come into focus, I don't know what else has. Okay. As the world gradually fell apart, the entire focus became, well, there seems to be something that's taking us out. So what's the most important thing that I can do? How do you safeguard against that? You know, mm -hmm. and whether this was true or not, the focus became on your physicality, right? I want to be as healthy as I can be in case, right? So what happened? Everyone bought gym equipment. We've all got 19, you know, Pelotons that you're hanging your underwear on. At least I am. I'm kidding. I don't have that. I don't know. <laughs> but oh my is, in everyone's house, this is what they have, right? Everyone's got a treadmill with like all of their belongings draped over it, drying, you know. <laughs> it um, makes a great place to put your laundry. laundry. Right, it's the new yeah. laundry line. That's what it is. So it's a very expensive line, but everyone at the same time was like, I need to be healthy. Okay. But as we kind of gradually came out of that, now everyone's kind of back to, eh, you know, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. So in my mind, it's always been that way. I've always wanted to be able to face whatever challenge I could at my best. And it's, again, it's not about the look, you know, like it's about, I literally want to be at my best in case that challenge rears its head. Okay. So in our industry though we may be the older guard older not old right no, so, what are you talking about i'm still exactly. 20 oh i'm not i'm not gonna yeah <laughs> i'm 25 <laughs> i'll go but with that as, as the older guard you know it's not for me personally i'm not looking at it like i want to be able to do what these younger individuals can do but i know what we're in store for Okay. Like I've done the entire production that took 16 hours to get up and running and have the client come in and say, room's backwards. All of this is wrong. So <laughs> what do you do? Am I like, Ooh, Ooh, I'm tired. You know, I gotta so, take my break. <laughs> right. Can we like do this whole thing in the, that none of that works. So you have to be there. You have to be present, not just mentally, but physically, you know, and the yeah. other aspect of what we do in the events world is we help each other out, right? Video is not necessarily the heaviest of the disciplines, lighting and rigging are. I'm right out there helping with everyone else. The LED world can get kind of heavy, but it's what it is, right? I, I can't sit back or I probably could at this stage of my career and say, I'm just doing the engineering part. You guys handle all of that part. I could do that. That's not who I am though. 
you know, and what better way to usher in that new guard, but by showing them that this is what the job entails. This is what the career is about. I'm not too good to get out there with you. I've paid my dues, but I'm not too good to get out and really get in the trenches with you. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, because you know that you can sustain long hours. And I think another element to that is the fact that, yes, as a new guard, new person coming in, having lots of energy to spare on such long days, you might be like, oh, I've got no issues with that. I believe you. But then you'll go home and be done for for the next week or so trying to recover. And many of us don't have that option. That's not my option. I know that I come home to yet another event on another responsibility or whoever, you know, what else is on my docket that I need to address right away. And I better be at my prime, even after having traveled weeks outside of my suitcase, (laughs) or just coming from a very long event. And I don't have the ability or the luxury to always be like, okay, now I'll rest for like about five days. And then we're going (laughs) to tackle the next one. Yeah, It's not always the case. So I guess piggyback on the previous question, how do you then manage to keep committed to your wellness and fitness routine during some of those super long and busy days? And if you have any strategies that you like to share, I would love to hear them because I would love for some of the event professionals out there that they just think it's too hard. And they think that's just like, yeah, people talk about it, but they don't really do it. You can give them a glimpse into some of your ways of keeping that at the forefront of of your routines so that maybe we can inspire someone that even during a super demanding event schedule, you can still stick to your routine and still feel alive and well at the end of it all. Well, I think that strategy wise for me is you see a lot of slogans. One of them is to be in love with the grind. That's probably the one that I think really makes the most sense right now. If we're talking about our career specifically in the events industry, there's not one single person in that industry that is not in love in some way. It may be, you know, a love-hate relationship, right? (laughs) But some way you're in love with that grind. You're there, you're present. Okay. So you can't tell me that you can't do this one thing. Okay. When we're talking 18 hour days, if I were to say, what if you did a 15 hour day today and now you take one hour to take care of yourself? You mean you can't do that? It's less than the day before. So all of it's possible. You know, we're limited by our own desire in my mind to be lazy when we perceive there's time to be lazy. Okay. And in this industry, if you're not first, you're last. I really believe that. Like And like what you're saying, it's so fast. Everything's so fast paced. As soon as I'm off a plane, I'm already trying to get online so that I can read my emails, respond to emails and see which bid is coming in. Okay. I'm all right. I'm on that one next. So I've got what, two days, you know, that's not enough that you're for breezing your pants, right? You're not even washing them at this point. Like the times when I feel like I can be lazy, those are always the times that I can't. They're always the times that I can't. And it's always the most inopportune time to do it, right? When I actually get a chance to really rest and relax, it's the best because it's the right time, okay? Like this job that I just went out on in San Diego, the hours were, they were there. They were definitely there. And I made sure on my flight out that the hotel that I booked had a gym, okay? Was it a good gym? No. No, it wasn't at all. It was like a closet, maybe two closets if I'm being generous. 
not very good equipment, all the things, right? All the things. I still went in and did that minimum of an hour. So at the end of the day, I feel accomplished. And that's what life is about, is your accomplishments, right? So if you're graded on your accomplishments, why not add one? I really believe that, okay? Like if today, if we do this one awesome podcast, and it will be awesome, you could say I'm done, right? You absolutely could say you're done. I know you. I know that this is not the end of your day. You want to knock those things down. If you plan ahead like I'm doing, right, with making sure the hotel has a closet for me so that I can work <laughs> out, right? If you plan ahead, all of a sudden your excuses kind of don't make sense. And if they don't make sense to me, they don't make sense. Okay. Yeah. So, and putting yourself like on that priority list, I think it's so important because like you just said, like the reason why you plan in advance is because you are thinking also about the fact that if I don't take care of my fitness level, my wellness and my mental health by being able to knock out that one hour out of my day in doing something that I enjoy and I get satisfaction and, you know, I feel productive that I did, I feel like then you don't necessarily show up the best version of yourself, whatever you plan to do for me, myself, I'm just talking about myself because I know how I operate on days when things just happen to be running into each other and I just can't find, and that those are days that are real days, but I just cannot find the time because I only have 24 hours like everybody else. I don't invent extra time. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't get given extra time. Right. And there's days when you need to, you know, take care of life. And then maybe the next day you can catch up on the things that you didn't get a chance to do. Like I would right. have an extra day of workout if I was not able to do it the day before or, or whatever. Like I'm constantly managing like that planning of the schedule, right? Constantly. Right. And it's never something that you can just leave and forget. It has to be fluid. You have to be flexible. I would go in on busy days and get half of my workout done in the morning and then go at the end of the day, you know, in the evening when I'm the last one and the only one in the gym and do the last part of my workout done so right, I can right. cross that off my list and I feel accomplished that I've done what I set myself to do. Right. Well, I mean, the accomplishment, right? It could be something small, even if it's 30 minutes, if it's 20 minutes. I like the feeling of the accomplishment. You're talking about what's addicting. There's people that has told me my entire life, ah, you're just addicted to it. Like, <laughs> now you obviously don't know how hard it is, okay? But I am addicted to the accomplishment. That's with anything, okay? As an engineer, any engineers that are listening to this, you get this. You would never engineer, let's say a complex diagram for a huge show, multi-million dollar show. You would never engineer it from the end, right? Here's all of, uh, of these are the outputs. Boom, you're good. There's your show. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work that way. You have to start from the beginning, okay? So if you're starting from the beginning and you leave something out, you could probably get by, right? There's shortcuts. All of us know that. You can you have a million shortcuts to get the show up and running. But if you do it right, you hit every single key point. And you're only hitting those because you took the time to put them in there. Take the time to put that in your day-to-day. -day. Take the time to make yourself a part of life's diagram, right? And as hokey as that may sound, my life is my own personal diagram that I'm putting this together. I'm engineering this, okay? Because if something like the last two years happens, right? How, like, what do you do? Like, all of a sudden, someone erased some of the middle of your diagram out. Okay. But if I start it strong, I'm going to be okay in the end. Right. If I start out strong enough, I'll be okay in the end. So everything to me, when it comes to this, and it's, it's not even, you know, if I could, 
if I'm not even promoting, you know, a, a business or anything like that, I used to train people for free just because I want you to succeed, right? Like the feeling that I get, I think it's, it's great. I want everyone to get that. And again, it's not about the look. I just want you to succeed at something that people perceive to be so hard when it's like, this is the best thing that you could be spending this time on. This is literally the best thing that you could be putting this time into is your well-being. Okay. And, you know, not for nothing, the gym or working out staying fit. It's one of the few things that I feel in this life that you can put the actual hard work and effort into, and you will get the result at the end of it. All right. You can't really apply that to anything else. We've all had careers, jobs, relationships where you put all the hard work in. And at the end of it, you're like, that, that didn't work out. You know, thought I was going to get this because I did this and nothing happened. But <laughs> your health is the one yeah. thing, right? I'm going to put the hard work and the effort in. You're going to get the good result at the end of it. So why not? Yeah, thank you for sharing all that. And if I may, honestly, I just like you don't hold all the answers. I figure out as I go and I make, I guess, strategies. I create strategies for myself that help me based on the season that I'm in. And last season was just surviving an insane work schedule, really, <laughs> and finding the energy to keep on going while also allowing some space to be myself and laugh out loud and just have uh, some fun with it. I feel like I've started to really figure out my work, like how it works for me when I realized a few things. And we already mentioned how planning, it's so important. So for me, planning my own nutrition needs matter so much more than what I thought it was possible. It's almost like it matters as much as planning for a successful event does, right? Like being intentional about packing health snacks for myself because I get hangry, okay? Like, <laughs> I if, may have seen that. No, no, nobody has. So if I'm on an event site and I can't break away for lunch or dinner, and there's days when you just can't, I mean, sure, there's laws out there that say, no, you should always get your break at right. this time for <laughs> after so many hours. I mean, right. let's be honest, you know, unless you're union, I have a hard time believing that you really, really keep to that because we're all in real life right. and the real world. So many times, you know, I would travel for events and half of my bag is protein powder. <laughs> Kid you not. Yep. I would go through TSA <laughs> and if he happens to, you know, ring a bell yes. and they open it up, it's like, what is this? this? Man, what's all this powder? Exactly. <laughs> you better have them in the container. So um, you know, I I am guilty of having having yes. to explain myself at times, mm -hmm. you know, like why do you care so much for tea powder with you? <laughs> uh guilty over here. Um, exactly. And maybe you. decimators. It's like it's between decimators and right. <laughs> Both things will save you. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Save you. I, uh, yes, I get that. I've that. spilled a bit of, you know, the beans on one of my recent rants where I think it was actually recorded right before my competition. And I was talking about a bit more about, you know, my sparkling water, my fair light, like literally I leave my nose <laughs> if I don't have an option to go eat somewhere, you know, actual food. But those are things that really, if I'm intentional about, I know that it won't fail me where I'm in the middle of the day. I guess so like I forget to eat for like half of the day, but then when I remember, it's already too late because I'm in like, you know, yes. the next stage, then it's hard to make good choices. It's almost like how they say, don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry because right. you're just going to make some poor choices, right? Yeah. So the same way, like 
if you're intentional about how you can have some healthy options for yourself, even if it's just to keep you going for the next few hours until you do get an option or a chance to break away and have an actual sit down, lunch, dinner, whatever, that will save you so many unnecessary bad choices that you could avoid. Another thing that I think is something that you actually said earlier is like the endorphins can be the gift that keep on going, right? Yeah, yeah, that satisfaction, that high that you get. Yes, you can get addicted to endorphins. Okay. Yes, I, it can I be, you that, know. <laughs> I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, the idea, the truth is the idea of adding a workout to an already super long day, many times sounds so painful. Like at first it sounds painful, but for me, what I've learned is if I can break through that first mental block of how hard is to just get myself to do this one extra thing on a day when I've already been, you know, working so hard doing other things, the endorphins that I get gain by this one small effort is so well worth the pain. <laughs> 100%, right? 100%. And that falls in line with the, I don't even necessarily believe this phrase, but the no pain, no gain, right? Yeah, I'll gain that all day. I'll take that all day. Yeah, I don't need to be inundated with it, but I'll take it though. Exactly what you're saying, planning, right? Yeah. Engineering. So just planning to put yourself first. The reality is, no one else is going to put you first. Okay. And we're not, you're not talking about anything other than your life here. So why don't you kind of put that first? And yeah. everyone has all the excuses in the book for not doing it. How many times I've been told, yeah, but you could go outside and get hit by a bus. Yeah, I guess that could happen. I don't know how often that happens. Right. But I know heart attacks happen a lot. Yeah. Okay? Like this is something that I know happens a lot. I know that people are diagnosed with diabetes a lot. Okay. So how about we get away from the fantastical, right? Where I leave the gym and then I'm hit by a bus and I'm spiraling <laughs> through the air and then I land because I would, right? Well, you do I, have those jujitsu skills. Yeah, so maybe, it could yeah. happen where you're like, it's just do your Probably thing. No no, 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 In my Come head, on. I'd land with that superhero thing like Spider-Man, yeah, but yeah. probably not. I'd probably just be underneath the bus, but. Then why it's, spend so much time like learning jujitsu if you can't even save yourself from a bus? Because I, in my experience, I can't tap a bus out. I try it though, you know? Me and my <laughs> friends think that we could fight a bear and win as long as you had a mask on. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they do the scratch really badly though. So I, I don't that. know. It's like playing I mean, with the claws. I don't know. Speculations. I, yeah, he has to have gloves on. He needs to be a baby and you know, all the things, right? <laughs> I got a whole litany of things that needs to happen first. But honestly, though, people really you come up with so many different reasons why when at the end of the day, put yourself first, you have to put yeah. yourself first. Well, here's uh, the million dollar question. Okay. And I'm asking you this because <laughs> I've been asked this question before and I have my own reasons right for it, which I can go into more detail later if time allows it. Why would anyone in their right mind embark on this rigorous bodybuilding competition oh. after quite a few years, you know, staying away from the competing side of things? I mean, the timing of it, totally insane crazy. Not only, you know, were you like me building a business organically during an incredibly busy event season, but also traveling insanely for events in so many different hands-on technical roles. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> 
Okay, so a, a few reasons. So the very first bodybuilding competition I did, I was just messing around, if I'm being honest. So I was like, yeah, you know, everyone's like, ah, you can't do it. I'm like, yeah, I'll show you. And I went in there, barely did a routine, but I've, I've always kept myself in fairly good shape. So I'm like, I got it, right? Jumped in and I won. And I was like, ooh, okay, I'm done. I don't want to do it again. I waited seven years and a friend of mine was talking me into doing, oh, you should do it, you should do it. I'm like, no, that's, that's crazy. I don't want to do that anymore. And I'm a natural athlete. So for me, I understand the other side of it where it's like, I'm going to be competing against guys that are not, but that's also something I like. Because if I can beat you and you're cheating, that's even better. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, but still, I don't want to do it. Unfortunately, my friend ended up getting into a car accident and mm. he passed away. That day I decided I was going to do it for him. So I took it super seriously for a good month and a half, two months, because it was right along, you know, that same time. And I went in, it, the focus was, it was there because it's like, that's my guy. He wanted me to do this. I got you. I went in and I won that one. And I was like, okay, I did it for that reason. I'm good. Right. And the competition, it was so obvious that they were not natural. So I'm already like, oh, wait till those side effects step in, you know, in a year you know, and your body's fall apart. Oh my God. So I was good. Now, flash forward to November 6th. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I think I you I were, thinking. you were a little jealous that, Hey, everybody's doing it no. and i know i can <laughs> no. and why am i not doing it you just felt like to the peer pressure mm. of maybe you know me mm -mm. posting way too many photos of mm. my prep and be like well if anka's gonna do it i'm you gonna did. do it too <laughs> you did you had a nice journey that i watched and, and honestly i was so proud of you i know what it's like even though it, it is different for females you guys definitely in my mind you continue with a lot more than the guys, okay? Just even down to stepping on stage, you guys have to do so much more than I did. So watching yours, I was, I honestly was just so proud of you. I was like, go, 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 this is so sick. When you were done, I was like, nah, I'm good though. You know? And I, <laughs> I see behind you, I see the sword, right? I'm like, I know what's going on here. No, don't move, that's it's amazing. You <laughs> should be holding it. it the whole well, time. Like I know, this. it's like this way. <laughs> I Just do the same it. thing, but you know, I'm in an office, obviously 80 <laughs> stories up. So watching that, it didn't make me want to do it. One of the gyms that I go to uh, is called Kilo Club here in Las Vegas and really good trainers there. He's now a good friend of mine, Kyle. Uh, he'd been telling me since I started, it's like, why do you just walk around like that? Do something with it. And I'm like, I am, I'm waiting for vacations. You know, <laughs> like, I don't care about that. And he's like, well, you know, you do have this fitness business that you're starting. Yeah, that's true. And I guess I could use this, you know, the photos. I'm going to use the photos and all of that. Next thing you know, I'm I'm learning poses. I'm like, what am I doing with my life right now? Right? Like, what is going on? And I decided to do it only five weeks out. Anyone who's ever competed knows that's insane. That's crazy. So when I decided to do it, the day I decided, three days later, I'm on a flight to San Francisco doing 18-hour days, trying to eat orange roughy on the road, which they're like, what? Like, no, we don't have that here. We do have fish, but we don't have that, you know? And we also have burgers and fries. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> so, you know, dealing with that nonsense, I really did this initially for the promotion part. But once I got down to taking the diet seriously, right, which I started that three weeks out. So I decided five weeks, decided to really do the diet three weeks out. 
next thing you know, I'm like, my face is disappearing. I'm getting more vascular, which is cool, I guess, you know, and all my clothes are falling off. I'm like, what is happening? I'm so ready for this to be over now. And you know, I'm doing three gallons of water a day and it's brutal, you know? So all of the things were kind of hitting me at once. And once I got there though, and I know you know this, once you're actually there, you're like, oh yeah. There's the competition part. And I've always been a competitor. So now I'm backstage with guys who are telling me about how I've been training for eight, nine months out. I'm like, really? Okay. I just started, you know, but I'm like, okay, okay. So I'm liking this. And then, you know, the ugly side of competing, which again is the, the cheating part. And I know what it is. Any real competitor knows what it is. You know, when you've done your first, all of a sudden you're exposed to what it is. And instead of that turning me off, all it did was reinforce why I do what I do. Because we live in a world of social media, right? Where everyone's pulling this up going, I want to look like that. Why can't I look like this? This person says I just need to take this tea and I'll look just like this, right? All of that fake, I'm so proud to not be that. I'm so proud that I've never drank in my life. I've never smoked anything in my life, never injected anything in my like. I'm proud of that. So now I'm on that stage and I forgot about the diet. I forgot about all the hard part, you know, all the going and showing houses, going home right after that to do LED prep and then having to go and do two hours of posing and I'm starving. You know, I'm eating ground turkey and pineapple chunks that isn't warmed up and I'm eating that on the way you know, to go and show a home to some, I'm like, God, my breath's going to smell horrible. You know, like all the things, <laughs> right? Like you're experiencing all the things, but when you're there, I'm like, that's right. Like this is, and someone there told me that it's all about inspiring people. Like mm -hmm. forget about motivating people. Like you can get motivated from the silliest of things, right? but if you can inspire someone, that's important. At the age that I'm at, which is still fairly young, right? But at the age that I'm at, to be where I am, to be able to do that, I want to show people that you can do this. Yeah. Right? And th there's competitors there that are coming in for various reasons. There's one guy who had just lost his mother and mm -hmm. this was an important thing that she wanted him to do. And he, he was like, I'm not in like the best shape. And I think he was in good shape. But he's like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't have a routine. I don't know anything. It's like, but I'm doing this for her. And I'm like, see, this is what it's about. All of a sudden, all the other stuff doesn't matter. So experiencing that again, I don't want to experience it anymore, but experiencing it again at this stage is like, that's what it's about. You know, that's what it was about is, can I do it? Yes, I can. And pushing yourself. And the fact that I do it naturally is like, there's nothing better than that. Yeah. I like that taking yourself out of your comfort zone because you know that you can do it, but also because it enlarges your capacity. For me, those are really important things because I'm always on this trajectory of growth, right? Mm -hmm. And there's just yet another way in which I can grow into this person that I know I have the capacity to be, but it does take a little bit of challenging myself to get there. I feel like if you just rest on your lowers, you know, and never go from there into the next level up, whatever that might be for you. And that can be personally, can be professionally, it right. can be on a bodybuilding stage. And let me tell you, you know, showing up on that stage in your skimpy bikini and showing your back to a bunch mm -hmm. of strangers, that mm -hmm. can definitely take you out of your comfort zone. Okay. Like yep. nobody grew up like, just like, I'm just going to go. That's my dream job. And <laughs> guess what? what? I do. All right. That's I always wait. what I wanted to do. Like, no. Wait to it's... show these people what I look like <laughs> with nothing on. All right, you're, 
I'm so glad you're saying that. And then there's strangers that are making comments about your body, like yes. they got anything to do with it. I'm like, but seriously, <laughs> like, who are you? You know? <laughs> again, I'm so glad you're saying this because the assumption again is, oh, so you can pee. You're probably so into yourself. Really? Do you want to know how not into yourself you are to put yourself in the center of a stage and every single person in that room is in a literal sense judging how you look? You exactly. want to take that ego and say, just kidding. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so trust me, everyone. It's, it's not like, yeah, check me out. They did check you out. And a lot of times and they did like, not, not have good always enough. good things to say and nice things there to say. Go. And let me right. tell you, you got to take it because <laughs> you cannot take it. Your self-esteem and your confidence will just melt away like yeah. it never existed. But if you can go through that and then still rise on the other side and be like, I did my very best. And not only that I did my very best, but I showed up the best version of myself right. naturally, as you mentioned, because to me, that's so important, like to make the difference between what it takes to be enough our day and age, a bodybuilder that shows off, you know, on social media, looking a certain way. And there's this image that it's created in most people's minds, what that should look like, or what that looks like based on what's being portrayed, what's being shown versus what a body will do and the level at which you can get this body to change on a natural trajectory because even though it might look the best way it can be it will never be that and you have to be okay even as Mm -hmm. you mentally try not to compare yourself to everybody else out there i think that's probably the most important part of competing understanding that no matter what you know and, and i did a national competition so i'm very aware that at a national level you are kind of crazy to think that you can walk in there off of eating good and drinking enough water, right? I know that. I want to do it anyway, right? Because I'm there for me. I don't care about anything else because this fitness journey, it was never about anyone else to begin with, okay? So since it's always been about putting myself in a position to be around for as long as possible, all of a sudden that's not as scary to me, okay? I'm coming in natural and this is me naturally. And if you like it, that's great. If you don't, I really don't care, right? Like I don't. Like I, I will sit on stage with people leaking testosterone out of their ears where I'm like, that's weird, right? Anyone else leaking? This is crazy because I'm not. And I feel good about that. I feel good about that. But again, in this social media age, you know, the, the part that I hate the most is the guys that are obviously on every single thing possible that are promoting themselves as natural, right? Now for myself, I know the look and that, you know, it's whatever, but I care more about the people that don't. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially for the the youngsters. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of children, unfortunately, that are all over social media and they're aspiring to be something that's not obtainable unless mm-hmm. you're putting yourself in harm's way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was a, a major thing for me is to compete naturally and to show people that you can absolutely do this naturally. Now, of course, there's, you know, genetics do play a role. Work ethic plays the role. Okay. Like the hard work, it's everything, you know, obviously diet and all the other things, but like, I hate the fact that it's promoted as it's almost like a clown show now, right? <laughs> Every single thing you're seeing, you're like, of course that's fake. This guy is five, two and he's 300 pounds and you've got 2% body fat. Like what is going on right now? And you're 20. It's like, what? Like, how does this happen? You know? So the fact that that is what everyone thinks 
because this guy says he's natural or this young lady says that she's natural it's so damaging you know to i think the the mental image of what fitness is you know and again for yourself to compete your first one naturally that's amazing okay and you'd be crazy to think that everyone that competed against you (laughs) was but you did it anyway because it's about you and it's about the accomplishment right the accomplishment you get addicted to that and it's the idea that if I can do this one hard thing, then honestly, I can do any other hard thing that life will throw my way. And again, for me, it's important to push myself yeah. constantly just because it can prepare me. Like you said, you know, in the beginning of our conversation, how it can prepare you for the inevitable or whatever it might mm-hmm. come. And I know that if I've walked this hard, hard journey, because it wasn't easy. And I think by itself is hard, but adding all the other components to it made it harder that's what really it was like what am i doing what was i thinking obviously the beginning of the year did not expect the fall of events to turn into a crazy insane Mm. work schedule Mm. and anyone that's walked last year's you know trajectory of events they know what we're talking about because they've been through it so having committed to it i wasn't going to back down regardless of what else was going around and i knew that i was going to go 100% into it and 100% in all the things that I'm doing. And yet it does take a toll on you for sure. Mm. I mean, after I was done, I was just a sight of relief. Like I didn't expect to win anything. I was like, I'm just showing up because I promised myself that I would. Mm. Obviously it was good to have that appreciation of the hard work that I put into it. But more than anything was a pat on my own back. Man, I can't believe I pulled this off knowing what my life was like, what was happening my business and the events at the time like if i can do that i can do anything else at this point (laughs) oh learn five languages in a month (laughs) okay maybe not that (laughs) well you already have a couple so you got you're cheating right you're a cheater when it comes to the languages well Um, three more hey what's what's that right right Exactly. Um, I, I remember like when you're going through it and i remember your ups and downs right where you're like this is hard this is hard i'm like yeah all those things right all the things but it's cathartic where you're like yeah i kind of went through the fire and then you come out the other end of it and also that's what an off season is for so it's not like this is a 24 7 forever type of thing now the maintenance you know the maintenance part consistently do that right and that to me is what i'm saying to those in our industry all your just maintenance you can take three days out of a week to do some very basic body maintenance. You're already better off than you were, okay? And I know sometimes when you're on these long shows, the client provides food for you. It's never health food, ever, right? It's never, ever health food. And I, and this is not everyone, but I I won't eat it. And that's hard. You know, I've definitely done those 15, 16, 17 hour days where I haven't eaten anything at all. That's hard. And it's not that I'm suggesting anyone to do that, but it's because I take it seriously. There's no one that I know in my life in the events industry that does what we do, that puts the time and the effort into becoming a professional in this industry who doesn't take it personally, who doesn't go 100%. Okay. So I try to do that in every aspect of my life. And your health is, it's got to be one. You know, it's got to yeah. be one. I've been a part of different productions where someone has had a heart attack on site. And that's scary. Now, and I'm not saying it all had to do with one thing, but. That's real life. That really happens to people. 
I've got calls, you know, from other cities where a guy has had a medical episode on site mm -hmm. and they're, can you walk me through it on the phone? I'm like, well, what happened out there? Well, this is what happened. I said, gee, I want to try to avoid that, you know, and yeah. if three days a week, if that can help me avoid that, just three days a week. That's yeah, that's just not too much of an investment to make into your own fitness, wellness and mental health, because I think they yeah. all go hand in hand. Once you invest into one of them, the byproduct of it will show into the other areas of your life. Right. Before we move on, Jason, and I know that we're definitely going over time and that's totally fine because yeah. I love the conversation <laughs> that we're having. But hold that thought because we do have to take a brief moment to acknowledge our podcast sponsor and supporter. And we will be right back to continue our conversation with our featured guest today. Before we move any further, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our main sponsor, Trifan Events, which is a boutique event planning and production agency that will come alongside you, offering personalized event planning and technical support, strategic event design, production and technology management, and flawless execution for live, virtual, and hybrid events. The team at Trifan Events is passionate about planning and producing event experiences that get people involved with true moments of interaction, engagement, and co-creation while offering white glove treatment throughout the entire planning process, enabling you to reach your event goals with the use of creativity, production tools, and event technology. To find out how Trifun Events can plan and produce your event become memorable, go to trifunevents.com. Coming back to our conversation here with our featured guest, Jason Brown, conversation focused on <laughs> wellness and fitness. I want to take us to this one question that I was pondering on during my prep, during the fitness competition that I embarked on, the journey that that was uh, during one of the busiest seasons that I remember. I'm sure there's other busy seasons that we lived through. This just felt a little different coming from COVID and virtual and in person and then back to virtual and then back to some version of in person slash virtual. I mean, it was just a lot. It was a lot to take on mentally and professionally. And then to throw in, you know, the fitness aspect for me, it, it almost like I needed to save myself from hours of therapy just to deal with <laughs> all the right. other baggage that came from <laughs> what COVID was. Right. So as you are, you know, coming back into competing and you're going through this process after staying off the shelf for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> shelf was pretty dusty, yes. <laughs> Why would you say the byproduct of that was like the good or bad? Because I feel like sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. there's people that have this idea that, you know, you guys are just like doing this thing and you're perfect all the time and you don't mess up and you don't have, you know, a life, like you don't have a family and you don't have, I don't know, like all the things. And that couldn't be far away from the truth. I mean, I know I'm not perfect. I mean, are you perfect all the time, Jason? I mean, mm, no, 99 Point nine. 99% uh, of that. Okay. <laughs> a little humility there wouldn't hurt anyone. Uh, here, here's a lot of humility. I suck most of the time. Like I decided April of last year in 2022 that I was going to give up sugar. Just want to see if mm. I could do it. Right. And um, I was going to give it up for Lent actually. And mm -hmm. I decided that day and then I just didn't do it anymore. And it was hard 
because you don't really know right how your body has been wanting something or it's so used to having it for so long i mean i was getting headaches like huge migraines for days and i'm like is this withdrawals like what's happening right <laughs> <Probably>. now <laughs> i think that's what it was i'm like this is insane so you know after i made it through a couple of weeks i'm like okay i got it i got it i don't even care about it anymore so what was your strategy to make it through those couple of weeks? Because I feel like this is where people have all the good intentions, but mm -hmm. they go through a couple of days of pain. And I mean, like you said, migraines, like you just don't feel like yourself. You just right. like feel like going to sleep. So time just goes by fast. So you don't have mm -hmm. to deal with the uncomfortable state that you're putting your body through. Yes. So I feel like the easiest part of a journey is the end, right? So everyone wants that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's the truth, right? How can Everyone we shortcut this exactly. process exactly. to the end, the fastest right. and easiest way I possible? Be, I want to be here, like right now. Can I just be here? And the reality is you can't, right? So most adults, I think, have the understanding that nothing without sacrifice, nothing worth having is ever going to come easy. I can't think of anything that's ever come easy where I was like, yeah, all right, glad I got that. That's never happened. Okay. So with pulling sugars out, right? Or people that have this, I mean, it's still sugar, but people that are like, I gotta have a soda. I can do all the other stuff, but I gotta have a soda. Or yeah, I mean, I can, I can eat pretty healthy, but I gotta have this specific dressing, right? I've gotta have this thing. That's for lack of better terms, that's the addiction talking to you, okay? We, I think societally speaking, we kind of attribute addiction to alcohol and drugs. But here in America, there is an obesity epidemic that we don't really talk about that much. Okay. And not that it's all about, you know, the extremity, the extreme is obesity, but being able to be in better shape, it's in that spectrum there, right? Where you're out of shape, in good shape, in competition, you know, mode. So that, that gray area, there's a tremendous gray area there. The gray area is where most of us live. I live in the gray area, okay? Just because I compete or have always competed in different, you know, athletic events and things like that doesn't mean that that's literally me you know, all year long. And I think that that, I'm glad you asked that, man. I think that's important for people mm -hmm. that you're going to see, I'm promoting photos of my competition. I don't walk around like that competition ready all day. I am close because I like to keep myself there, which is the only reason I could do five weeks out of a competition, you know, in place. So yeah, I don't look like the competition photo all day. For those who have never competed, or even thought about anything like that, I was writing at about four and a half, five percent body fat, you're going to get sick. Yeah. If you're doing that all day long, you're going to get sick. So when you see someone on stage and you know this, you're at your weakest. Like yeah. you don't, you don't feel good. You're not sitting there like, I'm so excited. About you. No one's doing that. <laughs> I want to be like this all yeah. my life. I can't wait to be like this the next week. No one's thinking that. Every single person there is like, are you hungry? And you're like, yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> What are you going to eat after this? Like, what are you going to eat after? Exactly. Yeah. What's the first meal you're going to have? Every single person. And no one is thinking, I want fish, right? <laughs> oh, I can't no. wait to have a salad. No one's thinking that. We're all thinking about, and we call it a cheat meal. We're thinking about eating how you normally do. Okay. So the reality is, no, you're not looking like that all day. Okay. So again, that's important. But I feel like for me, and kind of like what you said, not just the goal, right? But if I can do this, I can do anything because I'm restricting myself of something that your body feels like it wants. I'm a fan of saying uh, you're going to want what I say you want, 
And what you want right now is this bland food, these rice cakes, and this water, right? So have it at Chum, right? And you're going to like it. <laughs> yeah, do what you got to do. So, you know, nothing worth having is easy. That's just, that's yeah. the truth. You know, It's funny because I had one of those motivational shorts that I posted on YouTube mm -hmm. and I was getting a few replies and comments to it. Why can life be easy? Well, last time I checked, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it pans out to be and nor right. will maybe appreciate anything that's given easy or just given to you. You will never appreciate it the same level, attributed the same value that something that you work hard for. Yeah, I agree with that. And just kind of back to where I'm saying how everyone sees people that look a certain way. And of course, it's always stars that people look to, you know, oh, why can't I look like The Rock? I'm like, number one, do you know how big that guy is? You know, he's not like an average size human. So there's only so many people that are of that size, period. Okay. So now you take a look at his journey of athleticism. He didn't like, he honestly didn't always look the way he does. Right. Mm -hmm. So even with whatever he's doing to assist him with looking that way, the work, this guy has worked his entire career. And now you're in like, when you're seeing these people understand that they, for the most part, don't have a real job, right? If you're just following an influencer, their job is to influence you. Okay. <laughs> So, and you're influenced apparently because you're watching it every day. So they're doing something right. right. But if my only job is to look a certain way, of course, you're going to look a certain way. But when and you're going to give family, it your best, hopefully, or figure out no, how you're going to alter yourself to be that wait. for the rest of us that That's, run businesses, yes. work long hours, have families, yes. have a and family. a whole array of other responsibilities. It's That's going to take some hard work and, and it's, it's not, not going to be our full-time job. No, it's not. It's not going to be your full-time job. Is it plausible? Yeah. Is it possible? Maybe, right? The maybe is where you come in, right? So it, now it's, it's up to you. I'm telling you, maybe, are you willing to do it? You either are or you're not. Okay. And if we're talking competing, but you got to be all in and you have to be all in. I'm only telling this because it has always stuck with me. The second competition I did, there's me. There's like four more guys behind me and everyone's in fairly good shape. And, you know, everyone's trying to not like look at each other, but you're kind of looking. And then I'm like, whoa, what are you looking Checking at? Checking them you know? out, like right, with right. your peripheral vision, because, you know, exactly. we all do it. <laughs> using my periphery, you know, so I'm using my periphery the whole time. And there's one guy I'm looking at him like, man, you didn't even shave. It was, you know, I, I don't want to gross anyone out here, but it was apparent that he didn't shave. I'm like, oh, let's go. Whoa. Like you got a whole thing going on right now. And he's like, yeah, man, I, I worked my butt off for this. I'm like, yeah, you did. You know, but the reason I'm saying this is you didn't shave. And I know that seems like, well, why are you, you that, judging? Right? Oh, well, he's going to go out and be judged. Right. I'm like, if you think I'm judging you, what do you go out there? When you go out there is when it goes down. Right. But the reason it stuck out besides how it looked was how do you get to this point and you don't like actually do the, do the last thing exactly yeah. right that's why it always stuck with me yeah. like how are you here standing behind me you're going on after i go on and you're like you got the oil you got the oil all over <laughs> you right but you got these curly cues that are like <laughs> sticking up out of the oil i'm like this is insane you look, this looks like a monster behind me right <laughs> Like you're grossing me out. And like, we're so close to each other. I'm like, oh my God, I think you touched me. I'm like, oh. <laughs>
but like how do you get here and you don't do it that's the 100 percent part he was a, a 99 percent guy and this <laughs> your health especially competing if you're going to go that route how do you not do it 100 you know yeah. that's why it stuck with me and the fact that his chest hair like rubbed up against my back i'm telling you yeah like ah i get you think social distancing was a thing because of COVID? no because of me and I was like, what? You need to be six feet back, buddy. I can't believe that happened. So, yeah. And I was hoping that better be your chest hair, okay? Because you didn't shave at all. So it was like, it was such a disgusting thing. But again, it stuck with me. Oh my gosh. Let's get ourselves back on track. <laughs> hey, you knew who you had coming on your podcast. <laughs> this is the part where Woo. we could do without. Uh, uh, I, no. I think there, that, buddy. you know, it does paint the picture of like you mm. just said. Yes. If you're going to commit to something, show up and put your 100% into it. Because 100%. if you just show up and you already done all this hard work, that one last percentile, you know, that could set you apart from <laughs> Jason <laughs> wanting to stay away from you for the rest of his life. Oh, Jason was almost back in like fight mode. Like, what are you, what? <laughs> What was that back there? So, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. But Again, for anyone that is like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> Let's bring it back on track because uh, we can certainly guys. go off <laughs> on a tangent. And then I don't know where in the woods we're going to ever recover the know. conversation if we I go that know. route. So, I don't know. I, as the host of this podcast, I feel like it is my responsibility. Rain it in. Rain it in. <laughs> She's raining us in, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted you to know about the seedy underworld of competing, but okay. Oh well. my gosh. I mean, there's so much to go into that because mm, as a first time is. competitor, I mean, there are things that I was like, what is this thing? And what are they talking about? And I'm Googling and I'm calling my good friend, Jason. Jason, what are those things? All the things <laughs> like you don't know what you don't know, right? Don't and it applies that. in every area of your life. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was such an eye opener on areas that I was like, oh my goodness, like, yeah. I don't want to be doing that. I don't want to be showing off like this, but that's the reality. And there's actually some Netflix documentaries that have been done on this. Actually, one of my favorite ones was not that it's one of my favorite, but it's kind of like really goes, dives into that mentality of what this competition can take out of you. It's a killer Sally. I actually loved her story because she got the opportunity to tell her side who's right or wrong. I'm not going to place, you know, an opinion on that because obviously she's been, you know, charged with something that she's done and she had to be responsible for taking the consequences of her doing. However, it just gives a glimpse into that world. And from the outside, you just see, you know, as you mentioned, what's portrayed on social media, but there's so much behind it. And there's a lot of things that are good and a lot of things that are not always that great. But having the insight into that world, for me, just opened my eyes on a lot of things that I'm like, okay, so this is what I'm good with boundaries. Like this is what I'm not going to do and this is what I am for right knowing what you're for sets you on a good path to stay away from the things that you're not gonna do so draining us back in into our conversation here what would you say in your opinion is something that uh, meeting professionals event professionals can do when it comes to this work-life balance and I mean let me tell you I'm the worst person to give advice on that because my balance is still to be figured out what does that look like for myself but keeping healthy and especially keeping healthy boundaries around physical mental and spiritual 
mental health because all of this goes hand in hand, right? Like to be this wholesome version of you, as I said, like new year, new wholesome you, you Mm -hmm. have to pay attention to a lot more than just one thing. And then expect that that's going to patch up all the other baggage in your life. Yeah. So I think for professionals from our cameraman to our LD, you know, to the technical directors, to, you know, your engineers, to everyone needs to show up for themselves. That's like the number one thing because no one else is going to do it. Okay. If you're traveling, trust me, if you take maybe a couple of those cables, right out of your suitcase and put like two resistance bands in there, like those super small things like that. Don't look for the quick fix. I remember a few years ago, I was doing a lot of system building and uh, there was a guy who was trying to do the Atkins diet while traveling show to show to show to show. And he was constantly failing at it. And I'm like, well, that type of diet does not lend very well to this career. Okay. You need to have something that's more forgiving, but in order for you to have something that's more forgiving on the physical front, you need to have something that's a little more strict on the dietary front. Right? So the balance, balance is everything for, again, people in, in this industry, making sure that it's super small things like water over any other drink. I know everyone's a coffee drinker. I personally have never drank coffee before, but water over anything, that's a super small thing that you can do. Okay. Everyone who comes in with that. Or if it's not coffee, it's like energy drinks, like mountains of energy drinks. There are like graphic ops that I've seen that have like a whole rainbow coalition of cans, (laughs) like of energy drinks. And then they've got like the five hour energy you know, right beside shot, it. The, the right. Shot. And I'm like, so this show is like two hours. What are you doing <laughs> afterwards? Where you, <laughs> and how thirsty are you? Like, wow, that's a lot of liquid, you know, but like super small things though, seriously, like that, everyone who comes in with coffee, it's not black coffee. It's got so much stuff in it now where like the coffee is this tall and it's got frappers, flappers in it and all kind of like, you know, it's a different version of a dessert, you know, to me, it's like, how much sugar is in that really? Yes. Drinking your calories is the worst thing that you can be doing. Okay. Because the drink goes down like that. If you're drinking 800 calories and now you go and eat 1600 calories, like all of a sudden you're like, okay. Very small incremental changes like that will make so much of a difference, right? Because the math doesn't add up because you're like, okay, so does it mean that now you're going to go hit the gym really hard to get Mm -hmm. yourself back in balance with your intake and output, right? Because it's like, it's all a balance there as well. And when I said life or balance, I'm not necessarily just meaning the micronutrients. Like I'm Mm -hmm. talking about making everything happen in a way that it benefits you and your wholesome version of you. Yeah. Like I said, engineering the best case scenario for you to have success. And you're not doing that if you're the the trappings, right? There are certain trappings of what we do. And again, man, we had a 15 hour day or even a 12 hour, right? Which is a lot of hours, but that's normal for us. So just a 12 hour day, everyone's going to get together and go to the bar. Okay. Now, granted, I've never drank before, but those guys and girls who go to those bars, I mean, you're drinking a vast amount of calories, okay? Especially if you're doing beer. So you're ingesting 
stuff that you don't actually want, but you're just thinking about the good time that you're having. So, you know, I'm not saying that you can't have a good time, but what I'm saying- But it's so relaxing. I mean, how do you want me to relax after a long day of work, Jason? So I'll be doing like curls over there and you should be like on the Peloton, right? (laughs) Pull all the I already hang my laundry on the Peloton. They're dry, all right? (laughs) They've been there for a minute. So it's one of those things where it's like, I said, nothing without sacrifice. If you're sacrificed, if you've got five days on site and you take three of those days to put your health first, the next two days, what if if you go out afterwards? You know, not that big of a deal. Okay. Now, if you did five days of that, okay. So it's the small incremental changes. Small incremental changes are so important and don't have, you know, all the cans of, you know, like I need eight cans of Mountain Dew and I need like Red Bull because I mixed that in there, right? Your heart's going, stop. Can you please stop that? (laughs) Okay, there was was a guy, he was a graphics op and I swear I saw him mixing them. And after he's like, oh man, I think that niacin makes my face itch. I'm like, you're cool with that? Well, I am a little bit guilty of like having probably five drinks to my name, you know, Mm. when I go tacking. But yes, water is a huge part of that. I do run, you know, sometimes my water through the coffee machine. So that happens to be the other. (laughs) Okay. I don't know if I have the ability to mute your mic, but I'm (laughs) going to. But it is black coffee. Okay, come on. I'm earning some brownie points here, right? There you go. There you go. Black coffee. Don't put anything in it unless, you know, I really want to spike it up with some of the protein shake that I carry around. So that'll be my third. And then I would have maybe, I don't know, a tea. And I don't know what else. Like, I feel like there's always some type of a sparkling water addition to the regular water. And that does it for me. I mean, yeah, yeah, I might be the person with five cups, you know, walking into a van. I'm checking like, them what time. are you yeah. doing? <laughs> I'm checking them. For everyone listening, I'm, I'm checking her cups next time. Yeah. Like, what is that? Uh, just to make sure that it is what you said yeah. it is. No, no, no. I'm finger in there. I'm seeing what's going on here. Oh. My face starts itching. I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. it's not good. Not good. <laughs> what is this, Red Bull? What are you doing? Better lay off uh, of this thing, <laughs> Miss Lady over here. Hey, I'm looking out for you though, right? Someone's got to look out for you. But again, going back to, like you said, planning well. It's about the planning making right choices and mm-hmm. having snacks like no you shouldn't go 12 hours without eating because what you were fed by the client it doesn't match your macros but you could potentially have maybe something that works with your diet okay. and there's a lot of people that you know they have sensibilities and they have maybe i don't know allergies mm-hmm. and if those people can figure out a way how to keep themselves safe and healthy mm-hmm. whatever where they are i'm sure we can keep ourselves healthy and safe by not touching all those carbs that Mm -hmm. are laid out as a temptation to everyone on display, especially at events. Let me tell you how many times I've gone to events and all that there is served, especially breakfast buffets and any other buffets. There's nothing that I can eat here. That's the reality. That's always my reaction. There's nothing I can have here aside from black coffee. And even right. that is like brewed black coffee. Let me not start on that. <laughs> well, I won't taste that. I know that that's coffee. So yeah, I won't check that one for you. This may be extreme, but whenever we're asked on site, you know, so the client is going to be providing food and they would like to know if anyone has food allergies. I always say I'm allergic to dairy. I have a gluten allergy 
I can do turkey, I can do ham if necessary, and I can do chicken breast. And there's always one meal that looks sad and that one's mine. (laughs) (laughs) There's one meal that's devoid of all the fun, that one's mine. That would be yours. And you're totally okay with it. So I would say then advocate for yourself and your needs. Because I'm mm-hmm. the same way. Like I would be like, well, I eat low carb, low fat, and just pack me with all the protein you can find around. And right. if that's all just chicken, I'm fine mm-hmm. with it. And here's the thing. All the stuff that I said that I've got out, I'm lying about all of that. I can eat every bit of that, but I don't want to. Yeah. So as long, hopefully none of the clients are listening, right? But I just well, you don't want to. Here's the the reason why I personally don't want to, because I know how that makes me feel long term. Mm-hmm. I know how my energy level is gonna drop like this around mm-hmm. two p.m. if I yep. don't take care of my nutrition, and mm-hmm. I know how no matter how much coffee I put back into my body to get myself steady so I can function for the rest of the day, that's not a sustainable way to go right. through long days. Right. And it just trying to sustain your energy need off of caffeine alone is just not a good look. Right. I mean, I don't want to pile on here, but oh God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Said he while she was you know, drinking her coffee. <laughs> uh, I need to, who's producing this? I need to talk to someone. <laughs> Yes. I mean, I suppose right now, because I'm talking your ear off. So you're like, I need some coffee. I feel like I need uh, some coffee right now, like for real. It's my fault. I did it. But yeah, it's not a healthy way to sustain your, the entirety of your day off of just caffeine alone. And I've seen people do that. I've seen guys and it's always guys with these crazy extreme ones that I've seen anyway. I'm just doing a coffee diet. Like that sounds horrible. It just sounds horrible. And there, you can see them riding this crazy wave all day. And it's like, I don't need that. Well, you know, I mean, I'll eat once when I get home. Like, and see, that then becomes the fact that you haven't been taught proper nutrition, right? And you don't know what you don't know, like you said. So everything is is a learned behavior. Somewhere along the line, you learned that this through someone else, I guess, you know, was a healthier way to do it. And you're going to eat once and somehow your metabolism is not going to crash through the floor. There's a smarter way to do that. Face isn't going to be so flush and your emotions aren't up and down all day and you're sleeping on our five minute break and we have to wake you up just because you're crashing now. So, you know, for our industry, there's just so many trappings, Mm -hmm. right? And we're just talking about the food right now. There's so many trappings that you can fall into. And if we're talking longevity, your health, if the healthier you are, the longer you'll be around. The people that I know that were what I would consider older when I first started, if they're still in industry right now, they're very healthy men and women. There's no way around that. Mm, Like every single one that I know that's still there right now, you're like, ah, eating a protein bar, bringing his lunch or her lunch to site. You're like, you're that person. Just gotta, you gotta take your health seriously, basically. I might be guilty of smuggling salary sticks into a stadium because I knew Mm. there's no way I could have any of the stadium food offerings that are none of it healthy. (laughs) I know what you're talking about. (laughs) I wouldn't have called it smuggling just in case, you you know. I I mean, how illegal is it? (laughs) Depends on where you're at, right? (laughs) Depends on what stadium we're talking here. Uh, here in Vegas at the Radio Stadium, you got to be careful of that. Stuff. You got to be um, like really hide it well, like put in yes. your bra, like <laughs> figure out. I don't out. even wear one of those, so yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I don't know where I'm hiding. It. <laughs> I'm sure everyone wanted to hear that. But yeah, bringing carrots and trail mix and all of those different things, you know, it may not be what you want, but it's what your body needs. 
Yeah. Okay, it's what your body needs. So So let's park this <laughs> train. What's the saying actually? Let's bring this home or there's something about parking something. What am I thinking? Mm, I don't know. I'm still thinking about that guy's chest hair on my back. So <laughs> We are not going there. We are definitely not. I don't want to park um, there. You're right. Let's, go. <laughs> let's not park ourselves on that street. I don't so want to be on that street. coming to an end here, because I mean, you and I can go on and off on yes, topic and off topic for many hours. <laughs> and I don't think we should keep our audience on for that long if this is just going to go in that direction again. So just in closing, hmm. could you give your advice Anyone that maybe has no desire whatsoever to compete because we just changed their mind. <laughs> right. <Yay. laughs> After listening to this, maybe they're like, whatever desire I've had, now for sure, I know I don't. But you maybe, you never know. It's true. I do think that probably the reality of the competition has been definitely talked uh, in great detail today. Mm. But anyone that maybe they just want to get in shape, in better shape, any last thoughts, any advice, uh, aside from all the things that we talked and touched on so far? Yeah, I would say there's times in your life where being selfish is okay. And your fitness journey you know, however hard you want to hit that, whether it's extreme or whether it's, you know, low key, that needs to be that time where you're selfish. This is the one me that I have. This is literally it. So how do I want this one me to go through the rest of my life? However long that is, do I want myself to be at some sort of a peak where I can do all the things that pop up, some of the things that I want to do, some of the things that I didn't think I was capable of? My answer is yes. You got to find what your answer is. I personally promote fitness after 40. Don't think because you're getting older. Currently, I'm 45, by the way. Don't think that because you're getting older that it stops just because, oh, I, I hit 30. Everything's downhill from there. I was told that my entire life. How many times I was told, oh, how old are you? I'm 27. Ah, things stop when you're 28. I'm like, that's a year. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like, like oh I better gosh. be doing all the things I wanted exactly. to do for the rest of my life in one year now. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I got to get on it, right? Like skydiving and everything. Like, there's going to always be detractors, people who are just negative for the sake of being negative, right? That if you say you want to do this, they're going to be the opposite of that. So this is a time where it's not about anyone else. This is about you, right? How functional do you feel you need to be for your day to day? And what are the things that you want to be able to do? If you can have, if you have an answer to that, number one, that's good. Then we need to start doing basic things. Like what is my intake? What is my outtake, right? Like if I'm ingesting this much, then what, how physical do I need to be to accomplish the goals that I want, right? Are my goals realistic? That's another one. Having realistic goals for who you are as a person and what your lifestyle is. And if we're talking specifically in our event industry, understanding that you're a number to most people. Like you are on a spreadsheet. They barely know your name. You're just, you're a couple of different digits. So they are not going to take care of you the way that you're going to take care of yourself. Okay. And if this is the industry for you, longevity, I'm telling you, there's nothing more important than how many hours are we doing next week? We're looking at seven, 18 hour days. If I'm not at my best, then forget about, you know, if I can do it or not physically, my career is going to suffer now. 
if I'm the person that's like, I got to leave, I can't do this, or I'm late, you know, because I overslept because I just, my body physically can't do it. Like invest in yourself. The best advice is to invest in yourself. And the very simple things are my intake and what is my physical output. Okay. We can get into macros and all those different things, but it's very, to begin, it's very simple. And to have realistic goals, stop looking at social media, thinking that this person with an 18 pack is obtainable. <laughs> stop thinking that. <laughs> So how do maybe. you stay motivated though? Like there's a lot of people that be like, that sounds amazing, Jason. I mean, you look amazing. You've done things. She's done things. But like, mm. I don't have any motivation to get after it. It feels like so hard to just get off the couch <laughs> right now. Yeah. To that, I say, yes, you're right. All of those things, because it is hard for me to get up off the couch, even with the three careers that I have and anything else that I might throw in, you know, just because it's hard. It's not supposed to be easy. Okay. But I would say find something that you do like and see what it is that motivates you to do the thing that you like. See if you can apply that to, it's not about working out either. Okay. Like there's definitely been times where all I had time for was stretching. Trust me, you don't want to be stretching on a hotel carpet because I don't know what's <laughs> down there. Right. <laughs> got like a whole thing down there sometimes the carpet's wet for some reason but <laughs> just find what it is something that you like and see how you can apply that same desire that you get to do that thing see if you can apply that to something basic like 30 minutes a day okay even if you just knock out 30 minutes of you know do some push-ups do some sit-ups and do some basic stretching if you don't do that at all now trust me you're better off by starting it now 30 minutes a day is nothing I remember in the beginning when I first actually got into fitness, like this is before time began, was because, <laughs> no, it's true. I had this uh, horrible low back pain from a car accident, a mm -hmm. horrific car accident. Uh, luckily, I walked away alive. And the byproduct of that one incident, he basically messed up my lower back and dealing with that pain was, you know, something that I was like, almost made peace with. I'm like, well, this is what I've got to deal for the rest of my life now until I started lifting weights until I actually got into fitness. And I realized what an impact getting some muscles around my lower back spine, yeah. what an impact that has on my level of pain now that I don't yeah. remember the last time I actually had pain in my lower back. And I've been yeah. sticking with it because that's what keeps me pain-free. Right. And that is so worth it because no level of yeah. medication yeah. will ever get me to one, feel so good about myself and two, to look the part, but also mm. three, to not have to deal with it again. That right there is something that is really never discussed is how being physically fit or becoming physically fit can assist you with injuries. So here's just a quick list. I've dislocated both shoulders. I've torn my right pectoral muscle twice, torn both traps, had a two inch laceration in my liver from catching a kick. Um, and you're still together? Yeah. L lift dislocated your hand. <laughs> Dislocated <laughs> these two fingers happen regularly, fractured hands, fractured tibula, broke pinky toes. Like I've done all of those things. Okay. Cut my lip down to here where you can see my teeth through it. Cut this eyelid open where I could look through it. I've done a lot of stuff. Okay. I mean, as a fighter, and I can see how that's definitely, you know, part of happens. the package, right? Right. And I'm still here. 
okay, when I dislocated my shoulders, my doctor said, we can either do some kind of surgery later on, or if you like maybe try to build strong muscle around them. Like, yes, I like that because it's not expensive and I don't want anyone cutting into me, right? I don't want any of that. So it became like a mission to me to get shoulders and traps. And now I have to pull all my shirts down, you know, because they're still like, you know, when apparently for the big, competition, right? you had to hide your have. traps. <laughs> hide your traps. Yeah. Which makes your laps. How do you do that? I have one photo really that I took where I actually can showcase my traps. And I was like, there they are. Because I didn't see them the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> so you actually accomplished what they asked of you. Yes, hide your traps. Like, oh, and you're like, you. I'll yeah. figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you that. The stuff you go through, right? <laughs> and again, the ladies you I go through. I thought that was a little more. like ridiculously funny because uh, you're like, how do I hide a part of me that's obviously there? Like, yeah, I didn't know. Like, I thought it was a joke. Like, you're like, you got to pull those down. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. No, I'm the only one laughing. Like, oh, you're like in real life? <laughs> you talking about? <laughs> So yeah, I'm telling you, it's a whole thing. Anyone who's even considering it, go for it, right? It's, it's cathartic. It's, it's, it's fun. Cathartic. It's certainly one of the funnest. I wouldn't say it was always pain-free because that would be lying. Right. But the accomplishment of having done definitely to me is worth the suck. <laughs> right. <laughs> Great way to put that. <laughs> Just so we yeah. end on a high note, yes, right? Is, I mean, yeah. That's a high note because <laughs> it, <laughs> it sucks, guys. <laughs> but hey, at the end of at the end of everything, you know, I have trophies and and medals and all those things and, and swords. Um, and I don't have a sword. I had one from a jujitsu competition, the National Grapplers Association stuff, which was cool. But I don't have one for bodybuilding. I'm kind of jealous of that. Let me borrow it. No, <laughs> send it in the no, mail. No, this okay. is mine. You go oh. and get your own. I don't want to ever again, <laughs> but this is a new year. So you never know. <laughs> you never know. Like we might have another know. conversation sometimes in September and be like, so who in the right mind would actually yeah. fall for I, this again after I they said know. that never again, like what's happening over here? <laughs> if that happens, I'll be back guys. <laughs> I'll be back. We'll talk about the lunacy. That's what we'll so about. listen, Jason, because we do have to come to a close yes, for anyone do. that would like to dive deeper into this <laughs> <laughs> topic. Obviously, we have both lots of things to say about where can they connect with you? So you can get to me. My website is fitmeforme.com. You can go there and you can reach out to me there where we can actually communicate back and forth with each other. Obviously, I offer services. And even though I promote this specifically to 40 and up and 15 and below, because I really care about our youth, but it's for everyone, right? Like, just go there, reach out. We can get connected. I'm also on social media. I'm not one of the social media influencers though that we were just talking so bad about. My stuff's real. So you can reach me at fitmeforme underscore LV. Reach me there. Reach me uh, at my website or through Anka. She knows where I'm at. So <laughs> yeah, I'm on TikTok too, but I don't do like, you know, silly dances, like two second dances. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm, I'm all over the web guys. Reach out and hopefully this helps anyone who needs a laugh. Number one, because we kept it light, but we both care about fitness. That was apparent when I met her that she really cared about fitness and then her competition just kind of out of nowhere. So, she, <laughs> oh, come on. It. it was, it was like, and now she's got swords, you know, she's got her red Sonya sword back there. There is so. a longer story to that. 
and I have dived into that in previous mm-hmm. episodes. Don't listen to what it was just said. Just um, saying, it was not out of hardcore. nowhere. It's hardcore. <laughs> she just decided I was going to do it, and then she brings a sword home. So, you know, who brings swords home? <laughs> Apparently awesome. this one. That but... one right there. What I'm going to say is, you know, all the encouragement and motivation and sometimes just like straight out, like get it together, girl has helped me through that journey. And I am so grateful for having a friend like you to be able to walk me through something that I've never walked through before and ask all the questions. And sometimes, you know, for anyone that's curious, like I would send him those pictures of some influencers on Instagram and be like, is that attainable? Because right now I'm working so hard and this is the image I have in my mind. Is that even real? and he'll be straight off no <laughs> no <laughs> you, but you that kind that. of motivation works for me okay because right. i need to know for real like what is truth what is fact and what is just fluff you know like right. am i working so hard for something that is so not attainable because in all honesty there's a lot of things that are being marketed to us And if you cannot discern between what is good and what is not and what's healthy for you and what is not, you can go down the rabbit hole really fast and never come back. Yeah, 100%. You can permanently damage your body. You can permanently damage your metabolism where now your metabolic rate is, is sitting at the lowest level because you saw someone promoting a tea that keeps you in the restroom for like hours on end. Like that's real, right? And that's it. Unfortunately, it's promoted just to the ladies. I don't understand that. I mean, I don't want to promote it to me, but I don't want to promote it to you either. So having, like I said before, an obtainable goal, something that's realistic and someone to reach out to if you've got questions. All right. So I appreciate you as well. You know, watching your journey like to something that you had never done before. It was like it, it was inspiring. I didn't want to say. All right. But it was inspiring because I know that it's not easy. Yeah. God, Jesus. <laughs> Straight to true, my head. Yeah. Straight to it's, my head. It's true though, because I, I get it. I get it. So, you know, and you knocked it out the park, and you know, we'll see what happens this year. You know, who knows? Not making any promises, not making any plans, but maybe there's something cooking, and we'll find out. We'll let you know this year speak for itself. And in the meantime, because this has been a fabulous conversation, I mean, a very long, fabulous conversation. <laughs> I want to thank you, Jason, for taking the time to make yourself available and share all the things and some extra just in case. Hey, it's always the extra that matters, guys. Of course, of course. And for anyone that has actually made it all the way till the end, which if you have, I am ready to give away my sword because you deserve it. Hey, this was very interesting. Hopefully everyone stayed to the end. <clears throat> the editing is not going to cut this down by that much. So <laughs> no. what? that's to be what decided. That? <laughs> we'll have to I ask the producer that. of the show if mm. that's acceptable or not. But for everyone that has tuned in, made it through parts of the end, whatever that version looks like at the end of it all, I want to personally thank you and uh, do stay tuned for what's coming up next. I promise our next episodes are not going to be that long and we'll try to rein in our guests to stay more on topic so that we can all spend our time working out, doing things that support our fitness and wellness. But hey, you can do that while you work out, like listen to the podcast, right? I mean, win-win. say that. And I personally hope you guys are doing hour and a half long workouts. (laughs) 
So or almost two. Yeah, almost two. You obtain the goal faster that way. Just saying. So I did this for you. This is all for you. So definitely You're welcome. New year. Happy New Year to everyone. And you know, let's let's rock it, right? This is a new year to do the things that you couldn't last year or the last two years or however long, right? It's never too late. It's never too yep. late to get in shape. And it's like to end on only gains, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Coach Brown agrees. There you go. Thank you for the time together, uh, Jason, and everyone else. Stay tuned for what's coming up next. And don't forget to subscribe. And we do have a brand new YouTube channel. By now, I think he has about 10 followers. I think it's going to be 11 with you, Jason. Okay. There right. you go. I already signed you up. But right. we would love to grow it to more than that. Yeah. And uh, all our content is going to transfer from the other uh, YouTube channel onto the new podcast channel. So exciting things happening along with nice. all the conversations to be had on wellness fitness mental health for this brand new season thank you jason you go yeah. and work out now because i mean you almost like have to make up for all this time that we spent talking yep. about all the things that we should be doing this is true i need to go live what i was just saying so <laughs> <laughs> uh you're welcome though this was great thank you for having me thank you for listening to the events demystified podcast if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to review it, rate it, and share it with other event professionals that could benefit from it. Connect with us on social at Events Demystified Podcast. We would love to hear from you and what you're up to. If you'd like to learn more about Tree Fan Event Services and find out if we're a good fit in supporting your event, can we help your event be successful with a 20-minute free consultation? Link in the episode's notes. Thanks for tuning in.